We're back for another episode of our podcast at uh, Refuge Church that uh, is geared towards having some conversations beyond just what happens in a church building. Um, if you're new with us, we're glad to have you here. Uh, my name is Pastor Dan Hertzler. I'm the pastor at Refuge Church in Manor, PA. And with me always, I got two guys. I'm Mike. And I'm Ryan. And uh, between us, we try to have some dialogue and discussion that uh, puts in mind that in our everyday life, uh, what does God look like in how we actually live it? Not just what we say or not just the compartmentalized spiritual times, but just how we interact, how we treat one another, how we see the world, uh, how do we spend our time, what are our daily rhythms? And at the core of all that, the center of all that would be our relationship with God. And, and, and from there would be evident in what we do. And so uh, we've been talking, if you've been with us a lot, about prayer, and yet uh, we're coming up on a season now in the calendar, specifically within the church calendar of uh, what's considered Palm Sunday, Holy Week, and we wanted to kind of take a little pause in that prayer discussion and talk a little bit more about this idea of Palm Sunday, Holy Week, and knowing that there's a lot of different traditions that have done different things in the past, and uh, how do we as Christ followers look at these types of calendar times? Times, uh, not just from um, what is you know family is going to do or how we're going to have uh, Easter dinner or you know whether or not you know you do Easter eggs or Easter money and all that. we're not we're not going to get into that as much <laughs> as we get into uh, how do we look at these days how how do we understand this time and and what does that mean in our rhythms okay of our lives because there's not only just daily rhythms there's the yearly calendar rhythms. And I think they're designed, as you understand them, uh, to help us to really uh, kind of take these moments and, and use them significantly in our, in our journey. So, uh, Mike, we'll just kind of start with how you throw it out there. You know, it's just, you grew up or different things you did when you were younger. Did, did you guys emphasize Palm Sunday? Did you think much about Holy Week? Um, not really. Uh, we, I wish we you know, we did just so that I, I could say something other than <laughs> not really. Right. But, um, yeah, we didn't do, uh, my church traditions did not do, um, an Ash Wednesday. They did, mm-hmm. uh, they did a Palm Sunday where they would buy palms, um, which seems relatively standard, but they didn't do Ash Wednesday. Um, that was weird to me growing up. And then I went to college and was far from God and my fraternity brothers who I'd be with all weekend would all show up for Ash Wednesday. And I was like, this is weird. Yeah. Um, but I know that's very meaningful for some people. Um, uh, yeah, no, we didn't do a Maundy Thursday. Um, I think every now and then there would maybe be a service or something like that, but then mm-hmm. it would be, um, the main thing would always be good Friday. Yeah. Um, which was confusing to me cause I never knew what to do. Cause I felt like I had like some leaders or Christians or who were leading the service would be somber to put it gently, yeah. um, sometimes over the top. Uh, mm-hmm. in, in that. And then everybody else like felt bad. Cause it was yeah. like, are, were we supposed to feel bad? Is this? Yeah. So it was really confusing, uh, yeah. and really conflicting. And I, I still struggle with that sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. cause that's just not the posture that I have with good Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that I take it lightly, but I, I love that I'm born on this side of the resurrection and I can look at it from a place of victory. Yeah. Um, and that's not to say that if you're not doing that, you're doing it wrong. It's just, it's where God yeah. has led me to this point in my, um, my walk. So, um, 
Um, yeah, we really didn't do anything anything wild coming up. It was pretty vanilla. Yeah. yeah. And and in case, in case you're not familiar, when you say Monday, Thursday, we're talking about like kind of a last supper or foot washing. Is that some, why we have that? Some do. The Monday I'm being, is, I'm is being Latin, dead serious. Is a Latin term that, okay. that indicates that idea, last supper and or and slash foot washing. But I had, um, I honestly had no yeah, idea. A lot of I was don't. Like and even when you yeah. talk about Ash Wednesday, you're talking about Lent and and more of Catholicism and and you know, ashes on the forehead type of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So again, a lot of different denominations, different ideas of things, but, um, you know, uh, you know, some might do, uh, you know, uh, you know, that Monday, Thursday, some might do a Friday service. Um, you know, we'll talk about Easter at some point, but it's the same, same kind of concepts. So, um, Ryan, what about you? Uh, you know, growing up, what are some things that you Oh, honestly, all I remember is the palm. <laughs> like that's yeah. it. I don't yeah. think I was in a place in my walk. Mm -hmm. I mean, lack of a walk to yeah. even notice or recognize anything significant, yeah. you know, just remember getting a palm, you know, and just talking about, but I, I honestly don't even remember hearing about Maundy Thursday until yeah. maybe five years ago. Mm. I just, that yeah, was same. a concept just not even on my radar. Yeah. And remember getting invited to a Monday Thursday service and it was actually pretty powerful. Yeah. Um, it was pretty cool. And, and honestly there was like some, it had like an artistic spin on it too, where local artists got together and they created things that kind of represented like Holy week to mm -hmm. them. And it, yeah. it was pretty powerful. You go to these different stations and, yeah. and whatnot, but, but growing up, um, there probably was stuff. I just, yeah. really honestly wasn't wasn't there to you know spiritually to yeah. grasp like much of anything mm. yeah i will say as, as you're talking to i'm i'm actually reminded the the one place that we were at for a couple seasons actually started to do something kind of cool um which was during the lent season many of us are familiar with like a vbs mm -hmm. um they would do a vbs but it was geared for the entire family okay. um and so it was during lent i don't think it was holy week but it was one of those weeks in the in the lead up to it mm -hmm. was a week-long event at night um that was thematic and this whole gymnasium was transformed into this it was wild to see but they were really trying to push people towards holy yeah. week and, and towards some of those things so that was cool that yeah. we did but other than that I'm, I'm with ryan yeah and and you know it's it's kind of funny too as we are younger we we have a harder time seeing big pictures putting mm -hmm. all the puzzle pieces together so there's a, probably a lot of this that we didn't fully realize oh wait that all happened in one week <laughs> you yeah, know yeah. to go from palm sunday to to easter uh, yeah. i know for me you know I, I i we didn't do much i always knew palm sunday because of obviously the palms um but I, the donkey and i always thought that was cool i always thought there was you know even as a child i picked up on the fact that yeah, Jesus riding on a donkey was was symbolic. Like there was something really powerful about that. Like that's not normal. Okay, that's not what a king was supposed to do. That's not, you know, what was the expectation. And yet, realize the the burden of a of a of a donkey, the the servants of a donkey, the work of a donkey. That kind of uh, perspective was was totally unique. And then the palms waving in victory, and uh, you know, laying down the 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 cloak or the, you know, your, your outer garment as a sign of, Hey, we are submitting or surrendering to you. Like there was this, so all this symbolism, uh, that was really cool. 
Uh, you know, I can almost picture some of those things as a little kid, just kind of picking those things up. Um, but yeah, you know, the good Friday was a big deal, uh, for me growing up because it was this right idea of, of remembrance. But I was like with you, Mike, what do I do emotionally with that? And I think that's a part that, you know, again, um, we sometimes in the, in the church world do a really good job intellectually, but we don't do a really good job emotionally having discussions and dialogues. And so as a kid, I was like, okay, I got to feel sad here. Or like, how do I start feeling sad? Or am I showing enough sadness to prove that I really am sad and other people think I am sad? And, and so there's a lot of emotion in that. Um, I remember a few times, I think even as a teenager, learning about the trials and then learning about the, the physical, um, you know, uh, uh, beatings that Jesus went through. Then the passion of the Christ came out and, mm-hmm. you know, that had a big impact as people saw those things. And, um, you know, I always remember even going to that the first time and like, what do I do this is a movie i don't want Hmm. popcorn i don't really want to talk about it like people walking out of that and thinking like what do i say uh how do i so so i think all that kind of throws into that um you know growing up and stuff but the question i guess we have even this this episode is to really think okay how do how should we okay that's maybe a little bit of our own experiences uh, and yet, uh, I do think the calendar as, you know, I, we did a study at our church, uh, last summer, looking at some of the feasts, uh, of the old Testament and, and how they were used to, to point towards Christ. And, and I think God with Christmas and, and we celebrate his birth and then we look at Easter and, and there's some other things in the calendar year that help us to bring our rhythms in. And even as I've been in church ministry now for 23 years, uh, there's a rhythm of church attendance that happens at, uh, leading up to Easter where people start thinking, Oh, I need to get back into church. Mm -hmm. Uh, there seems to be one in the fall with, with our kids getting into school and that rhythm happening again. And then we start attending church a little bit more, but then there's almost like another one right before, you know, as, as you move into Easter, Oh, we need to, we need to be going to church again. We need to be going to church again. And, And, and so as, as we're thinking here, what should we do? Or are there things that we should do? How should we look at Holy Week? Uh, Mike, you got any suggestions that you do now or anything that you suggest to people listening? Uh, read your Bibles would be the, the first one. Um, but only during Holy Week, Only right? during Holy Week. Uh, not the rest of the year. Yeah, <laughs> correct. Very much. Actually, that would be a win in some cases. No, just kidding. Um, but actually, not really. Uh, I, I would read... I just started um, recently. There's an app that um, I'm using to kind of guide some prayer in, in a liturgical way. And uh, the portion in the morning... Uh, has us camping out on, on the, the last days of Jesus in the account of Mark. Mm-hmm. And uh, the reason that I think that it is important to read your Bible is because I am cut from um, a cloth that essentially says, uh, I want scripture to inform my experiences. I don't mm-hmm. want my experiences to inform scripture. Another way to say that is if we start with Christ, we change culture. If we start with culture, we, we, we can change Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if I think about, especially walking into a Maundy Thursday or a good Friday, if I'm preparing myself and, and I'm reading, um, the, the scripture and really walking through that and, and allowing that to inform 
me, it, it does a couple things. Uh, one of the things, and this is part of why I land kind of in this place of victory, is because I, I'm on this side of the resurrection. I know what's coming on Sunday. Yeah. And so for me, once the cat's out of the bag, it's really hard to, to yeah. ignore that. And, and, and so there's this exuberance and the celebration that I have. However, there is a part of me that can empathize with the disciples in looking at the story of scripture and understanding that a text that takes us 30 seconds to breeze through mm. was uh, literally days yeah. for them yeah. uh, of just their world being rocked, their best friend being brutally murdered mm. uh, by professional killers, um, things like that. And so that's able to kind of reel me back in yeah. um, to be present with people that are much more somber in that moment. And I think too, you know, there's people that, you know, God has really geared them and created them to, as they look at like the situation of the crucifixion to, to grieve that, to empathize with the heart of God in a way. And maybe there will come a time where, where that is grieved and it's evidenced like physically or or whatever that would Mm -hmm. be called, um, in my life. Cause like I do, like appreciate the sacrifice. I'm not trying to say that I don't. Um, but in the midst of that, I think what I would say is don't be weird. Mm. Um, and like sometimes, you know, it's just stuff that I think needs to be acknowledged where, you know, and again, I've worked in more charismatic churches. I've, I've been a part Mm. of more reserved churches and things like that. But oftentimes what I've seen in all of them that is shared yeah. is we are, as you said earlier, we're usually not very emotionally intelligent. Mm-hmm. Um, like read the room a little bit. You yeah. don't need to be overtly emotional. Yeah. If that's like really what's going on, then yeah, there's ways that you can kind of allow that to happen. But yeah. like, this is something that we're trying to do together as a family yeah. um, and to welcome other people into as well. So yeah. I don't know. Those, those are just some of my thoughts sure. as, I, as I go through That's it. That's good. But, yeah. You know, I think, I think too, you know, there's, um, there, there's a part in, in different moments in our lives or seasons. Uh, we may feel different aspects of that week that hit us differently and, and mean something more to mm-hmm. us. So, you know, uh, again, for me, I, I you know, uh, Jesus riding on a donkey on Palm Sunday meant a lot to me as a little, little kid. Like I picked up on that. Um, probably doesn't mean quite as much as me right now. Probably now as I am older, I, I think about Jesus and some of his last words. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is like, he really took the time to care for his mom. Hmm. You know, that, that meant something to him. He uh, really took the time to care for the enemies that were mm-hmm. attacking him um, and prayed for their forgiveness. Uh, mm-hmm. He saw the need of a sinner uh, to, you know, his, one side, I don't know, the left or right, but, you know, and, and welcomed into paradise. He knew the relationship with his father and he said, you know, uh, you know, father forsaken me, you know, and, and the finishing work. So, so that part of it is like, wow, those last, that means a lot to me. Uh, and, and that has probably grabbed me more. So all I reason to say that now, and to echo what you were saying, Mike, there might be things that are hitting you in this season that might not be hitting your neighbor or your other person in church or, or someone else. And don't make them feel guilty or don't make them feel like, well, they have to be on the same plane as you because it just might be a different season. Yeah, I think a good example of that is one thing for me uh, right now is if I look at the, the Garden of Gethsemane and Jesus 
asks, but like tells his disciples, like you need to be praying yeah. in this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there are things that we just don't know and, yeah. and we don't know how things could have been, you know, differently had they prayed. And I don't mean differently in terms of the crucifixion. I mean, differently for how the disciples would have responded Mm -hmm. to that. And what I've taken away from that is like, I'm not God. God knows when different things are coming and I need to be much more intentional about my life of prayer. And I know we've Mm -hmm. been talking about that in the season and everything um, because of what it could be preparing me for. But when someone comes up to me, and is their life is falling apart. My, my first response to your point is not, well, you should have been praying before this even, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, and, and that, you know, when, when you look at really all the different days, you look at the different moments, you look at all the stuff, you know, there, there's gotta be something in that. I think that it would, whatever season you're in, that God can just use it as, as a way. And I love this phrase of it just, and you just let it marinate in your life. So if you're feeling right now, betrayal, maybe the fact that you can resonate with what Jesus felt when his disciples deserted him, uh, maybe in this moment where you're feeling like you don't understand God's plan. Um, you know, maybe you're talking about that concept, or maybe you're feeling like you, you haven't measured up and maybe you feel like Peter right now. Uh, maybe you're, you're looking and saying, you know, what kind of character and heart does my savior have? And you look at his last words, um, you know, maybe you look at the, you, you've been struggling with how does the old Testament fit with the new Testament? And you look at Palm Sunday as one of the things where the old Testament prophesies these things and, and then Jesus fulfills them in the, in the new Testament. Um, you know, I, I, there's so much in this last week, this Holy week. And I think it's so good for us to just say, there's something unique about this week. Mm-hmm. Maybe I need to rework my life where I'm not going to be doing X, Y, and Z because this is Holy Week. And I'm going to let this part of the Holy Week marinate into my life. Maybe you look and say, wow, Jesus, you know, on the, before the, he was betrayed, he, he washed the disciples' feet. Mm-hmm. He washed Judas's feet. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a part of it that I'm to connect with. Uh, maybe that's a part of it that is growth point for me. Uh, but, but this is unique. It's a unique week. And, and yes, we can get legalistic. Yes, we can get dogmatic with it. But maybe there's some good part of that. <laughs> maybe there is some of the, the you know, I'm not going to say, uh, you know, hey, everything and, uh, you know, dogmatic is bad because maybe there's something really good here about this that you need to be because this is a another uh, rhythm of the of the calendar that we need to grab a hold of. So, you know, I you said a few things there, but Ryan, what, what are yeah. your some thoughts about how you treat this week? I think it's really easy to gloss over what's familiar to you. And I think we're all pretty familiar with the story. And I think... You know, like Mike was kind of saying, you can breeze through most of it in a few minutes. Like you could probably read the whole, you know, you could, you could basically read the entire Passion of the Christ movie in like a minute, (laughs) you know, there's, there's not a whole lot. Um, but, but I think it's really just kind of taking that time to, to walk through that scripture as if you've never read it, you know, just read it like with fresh eyes. And, and I think too, part of that is just like, really in that time, taking a moment, just, just to pause and kind of forget about all the other things going on and, and, and really kind of remember that God himself is holy. That's yeah. why this week is called Holy Week, yeah. you know, and, and, and it's honoring the life and the death and the resurrection of Christ. And, yeah. and, and that's something that, that we should deeply care about. Yeah. And, and to me, I, I feel like there's, 
there's a significance too. Um, I, I found in my life just seeing so much blessing of taking communion, just mm. not just as a body, yeah. like together, but you know, get some juice, get a little cracker or whatever. And mm-hmm. like, have that be part of your time with the Lord. Yeah. You know, it's been a huge blessing in, in my life. And it's, to me, I feel like there's something about, you don't have to rush through it, you yeah. know, and, and really let the word that, let those last words of Jesus, like you're saying, really, yeah. really marinate is like, this is probably really important. Yeah. If, if these were his last words yeah. to his disciples before he was going to die yeah. and, and just letting those words kind of enter into us. Yeah. And, and I think just taking communion is another just special thing of, you know, you get to, you get to be a part of this amazing privilege, this, you know, um, that, that Jesus commanded us to do, you know, as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. And that's special. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this is a moment too, to push back on our culture in the sense that our culture is designed to keep moving, uh, to be quick to rush through things to Mm -hmm. to 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 keep rolling um and in the midst of that uh we lose out on some of the sympathy and empathy that that is uh that is there and i think we are to uh soak that in as we've been saying uh process this through the you know even you know and again I, i keep going back to the disciples like the disciples seeing palm sunday going through the Holy Week, get to, you know, Monday, Thursday, Last Supper and the foot washing and then the Garden of Gethsemane and then Peter with the ear and, and, and you know, denying him three times. And then, you know, John with Jesus's uh, mother and, you know, looks upon, you know, Jesus and t- say, take care of my mother. And then, you know, all those things like just man, all the emotions and the feelings and like, you know, those are, those are part of the story here and, and you grasping a hold of that and, and taking the time because it, like you say, Ryan, it, it does take time to, to not just read through it and check it off the list, but just to, to sit with it and let it, let it marinate there. So, um, you know, we would just encourage you in, in any way, in, in any form to, to look at this and to use this as, as opportunities. Uh, if you've never been to, you know, a Monday, Thursday service, or uh, some people do seders, uh, during this time, a good Friday service. Um, sometimes there's different plays or pageants maybe in your area, different things like take advantage of those things, uh, but not just to go to them just for their going to them, but as, as ways to continue on in this appreciation, understanding, significant moment within all of scripture. The fact is that Jesus came to, to die. And this is the week that leads up to that moment. This is the, the process through that the, the the symbolism found in it, the the prophecy that was fulfilled in it, uh, the love and care that was shown by the Savior through it, uh, the, the the failures and the betrayals of us, the humans in it, uh, the the story of of you know evilness in it, and and Satan, you know, wanting to bruise his heel, and the the fact is that they think they can kill off Jesus, and um, you know all those types of things are all there that that tells this beautiful story uh that is found in holy week that you know i I would encourage you to 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 not treat it as just another week 
that it is something different and and it's such a great opportunity that that we can use to 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 help uh on our own journey uh, of come again uh being with god and and being in relationship with him but then how it, it, it manifests itself into the way that we treat others if you have questions or anything we can do to help you can email us at info at churchrefuge.com we would love to be able to to do that and again as always we just thank you for listening and have a great day